Hey you guys, it is your girl A and I'm here with my illustrious partner Jay and we're back for another episode of the A&J podcast. Yes, yes, and we're celebrating one year of the A&J podcast. Yay, one very inconsistent year, but one year nonetheless. It's our anniversary. So today we wanted to do something a little special by having two uh, special guests, and when we say special, special in more than one way. But um, we're going to have my beautiful daughter and beautiful niece guest host with us today and chit chat with us about life growing up with social media. So let me introduce my daughter Shy and my niece Kai. And you guys can give your own introductions and just kind of tell everybody who you are, what's your age, all that jazz. Who wants to go first? You guys have to see the very uh, fake bashful looks on their face. Um, they usually have so much to say. <laughs> now they're very quiet. Are y'all prepared to do an introduction? Do you want to do an introduction? Or you you just want to dive I, right into I'm it? Because I'm going to be like the school teacher who's just going to pick one. And we're going to start there. So somebody, please. Um, I thought we should just dive into it because I'm like terrible. All right. Well, well, first of all, who's speaking right now? Yeah, the one and only. Okay. <laughs> the one and only. Sexual chocolate. No, <laughs> this oh, is no. this is Kai, and um, for, what's your Instagram, Kai? <laughs> or not? I'm good. I don't really post. So. Okay. <laughs> I love all but, the giggles. Um, you don't want to talk about your hobby? Yeah, what you do. So we can get you some more readership. Readership. Tell us about Kai. She's so cute. Girl. <laughs> I have to see her face. Um. I don't really do anything special. I just write and sometimes draw, I guess. Well, for those who don't know, um, Kai is a really dope artist, although she downplays herself a lot. I've actually shared her work to my page. So if you follow me, you've probably seen me post a few of her art pieces in my stories. And I've actually also posted pictures of her in my stories before. Um, she's a very gorgeous, melanated young lady. Um, and she's more than dope as an artist but she also writes on a platform what is the episodes uh, yes yeah, episode okay so if you guys have ever seen the ads i'm sure you have pop up all over instagram of these you know pick your life choices stories she actually um writes for that and the amazing thing about that is if i had not seen kai do the work i would not know how much goes into these stories because outside of reading her stories i absolutely pretty much hate every story i've ever read so like i have a i have a newfound respect for those who do write on the episode because i now understand what goes into it now let's just get a little introduction to shy chick-fil-a master of the house uh, <laughs> Well, we could give you a better introduction. Oh, please. I right feel now. like that. Okay. To, My and, bad. And to Kai's right, we have the the one, the only. The illustrious. The, the, the illustrious. illustrious. Okay. Because you know I got That's a family like, full of illustrious. The, the multifaceted. Shy. The, uh, the artist formerly known as. Shira. Chi Chi. <laughs> Better known to Atlanta as she's the the uh, sometimes actress, sometimes singer, full time daughter, full time birth control. <laughs> 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 you felt miserably in that department. 
<laughs> two more Super came top. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, no, Shy is no. an amazingly talented young lady. Um, she's a, the full-time student. She's also the, the semi-full-time. She also uh, happens to be my pride and joy most worker. of the time. Um, but yeah, Shy, <laughs> give yourself your own introduction now. I'm a Shira, and I'm the great. And then you have it. Well, how old are you? I'm 16. And how old are you, Kai? 22. <laughs> and that's a lie. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, they're both teenagers. Yes, so Kai is how old? 22. 17. And uh, wait, No, oh wait, you just turned 18. 17. You guys, she just turned 18. She's officially an adult. Legal. Adult status. Adult status. Well, let's know. She's legal. Mm. I don't... She's legal in certain areas. Y'all niggas don't get no ideas. Um... But at any rate, so we wanted to kind of talk because, you know, Jay and I are always here. We're always talking about the family and marriage and things like that. But we wanted to kind of give a different spin from the kids' point of view. And we, you know, one of the things that we've made a point of is discussing how we've grown into this social media age. We didn't grow with it. Um, myself in particular, A, has a little bit more experience because he was... A little bit more. She was probably closer to the girls' age when MySpace came around, right? Uh, yeah, MySpace came around when I was about nineteen. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's. So at, we had Black Planet in high school. Yeah, Black Planet too. Yeah, I think Black Planet. And AOL was chat. That. You know, all those chat rooms were around. Yeah, the the chat rooms. Is that really social? Because it is social that media. That was like the pioneering like social of media. social media because in those chat rooms, it was the Wild Wild West. It's pretty much the same thing. It you could be. Whoever you wanted to be, you could catfish if you wanted to. You could, you know, people had yeah, their little messages you, up and stuff. So it was kind of like the grassroots of social media. I remember the stings they used to do, like for the um, people that were trying to get like the young kids and stuff, like the, um, the, the predators and the, and everything. The pedophile. And look how far we've come. Um, now there's premium now Snapchat. Now it's just catfish. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, you know, we've talked here because, you know, as most of you guys know, I have a, I'll call it a semi-career in social media. Um, so it's something that I have, you know, I utilize daily, whether it's for the blog or, you know, whether I'm doing brand work. But I never really think about it in terms of kids because I kind of evolved with social media I guess you could say because I went through all the stages of early social media but they've kind of been born into an era where social media has just always existed since they were born yeah. so by the time they reached what elementary middle school Facebook was already around for a while Instagram how old were you guys when Instagram came about do you I remember was I was in middle school I think well, you, 12 okay what did you say it came out in, but you said you said it before it was like, like 2011 yeah. right so you were like in, you were still in elementary school I was in. Well, yeah, when I was, was introduced to it, I was in sixth grade. You, but you were just coming out. But it was around. Yeah. It was still yeah. around before in you. In 2011, she would have been in. I was definitely 10. in elementary school. Yeah, so they, they were fairly you were 10 young. 10 in 2011? Mm hmm. Okay. I'm only yeah, a I year behind the actual year. All right. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah, it. Got so it. So basically, um, they, they've really grown up with social media. 
social media, um, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Like, even though YouTube is considered social media, it's hard. I don't, I don't really view it that way, even though well, you if can paying incorporate attention everything. Now, they do lives. They, they do, do. You can posts. upload photos and posts and stuff now. Yeah. So they're kind of, it feels like they're trying to they're keep evolving. up the pace with Instagram and with um, the other social media platforms. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is we all know Facebook owns Instagram, so those two are kind of like meshed together. It's interesting to watch the different platforms kind of like compete. Now, the big thing for the younger ones is what, Snapchat? Like, I feel like it's I more kids really on Snapchat. I, Snapchat. Snapchat. I just use because it Because after the update happened, nobody really wants to use it. Everything had changed. The only reason why people use Snapchat is so that they the can get the filters and then yeah, leave and go back to Instagram. I thought Snapchat was for the thotties. Like, for the, for the real... <laughs> Everything for the I mean, for the real thotties, like the ones that... Well, because they have Snapchat... The, premium where right. you can post whatever you want well, some to people for a still fee. use snapchat though yeah they i do. mean it's Just not dead but it's and streaks it's very it's dying right i feel like the more so i feel like when these social media sites come out they're geared towards the kids then the adults find it and then the kids are kind of like all right too many adults here gotta go find something it's else like facebook it's like for right. baby boomers Face, yeah facebook is <laughs> I only have a Facebook business page because it's required to run my Instagram page, but I definitely have minimized my use of my personal Facebook page. Like, that's definitely for family only. Even though I have, like, hundreds of requests sitting in there, I don't know where they're coming from. But that's because, like, the demographic did shift, like, you know, the younger, the younger generation, (laughs) (laughs) the younger generation grabbed a hold of it first. And the older generation was slower to adapt, but yeah. you know, Facebook is for grandparents. It like, is because that's honestly, my, what it is, my I mean, mom and dad were like part of part of that. Like they they started jumping on Facebook as everybody else was, was kind of drifting away. away. Like that became. If you look at the numbers, uh, a couple years ago they were saying like they're growing. The growing demographic for them was like fifty and up. Right. Now you guys, so what is it like TikTok right now and musically is like one. Well, Ty, your personality is not one designed for those things. A very popular app that's going on right now. It's like a lot of people are, especially people who are musically. It was like there's already enough people on musically, and then when musically, well, TikTok bought musically, so then everybody came towards TikTok. Now everybody's trying to be TikTok famous. All right, so do you feel like it's close to Vine? Is Vine and it, it TikTok it's, like kind of like the same? It's, 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 like it's, like it's non-funnier it's lip than what it used to be. Right? I mean, it's, it's not it's just like, music, though. It's I know not it's not. It's because I, 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 I play a game that has ads for that all the time. <laughs> like, every other, at the, as soon as you complete a level, an ad for TikTok comes up. It almost feels like it's just, I cannot bring myself to like sign up for TikTok. Like I feel like I'm too old. Like I'm 34. Well, I'm I don't want to be on TikTok and musically like but t- I can't do it. TikTok is for corny people though. And like people wow. who want to express Well, tell us how you really well, feel. Would, you know what I would I think though and it's probably somewhere that you really could you know get your stuff off Kai is um with TikTok, because the some of the ads I see have some dope animation in there. Like mm-hmm. you know they they're playing with one of them I know is the dancing frog or whatever. He's saying something and he's like... With the Spanish frog? Uh, he's not Spanish. He's like uh, just dancing and sliding. Are you talking about like he's jumping up and down? Yeah, yeah. Down? I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's that. I've seen like about? talking okay. stuff. You know what I mean? Like, So for people who are artistic, I think it's dope in that regard. It's um, definitely yeah, it's for people who are artistic. It makes my stomach hurt. Like, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> 
case yeah. you guys can't tell, we have uh, Wednesday Adams here present with us. Very uh, anti-mainstream, <laughs> which I, I love and I'm cool with. Um, so let me ask you guys, growing up with social media and seeing, you know, there's influencers, you guys, this age. Like, there's obviously young kids on social media and they're making money. Does that ever affect your view of social media? Do you feel like the possibilities are more for you guys because social media exists? Do you feel like you have an upper hand on making money in a unique way as opposed to, you know, when we first got on social media, these things weren't really going on yet. Influencers weren't saying blogging wasn't really mainstream yet. How do you guys feel about that? Well, it honestly depends. Um, a lot of people get famous for absolutely nothing while people True. deserve it, get crumbs and crickets. So I agree. <laughs> I do agree. Um, Shout out to the Kardashians. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Well, first I want to say like social media, like when it was first coming around, uh, not first coming around, but like when, when my first grade, got yeah, like when we first got introduced to it, everybody wanted to be on it, and it was like if you weren't, then you weren't considered popular and stuff. So then that like geared you to want to do it no right. matter what. Right. And then you got a lot of people on Instagram who are my age. Who make a whole bunch of money and stuff by doing dance videos and stuff like this and twerking. So I don't see a lot of influencers my age unless they're talking about Forex. And I think that's a scam. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, like, well, I, I just followed a young lady tonight. She And I only followed her because um, she's a brand ambassador for a brand I work for. She's natural here in Atlanta. And she's, she's in high school. Um, and she doesn't have like a mad crazy following. She's it's it's just it's hard pretty, to find like kids. But she's my like age doing kids stuff. stuff like, that. like she's in high school, but she's like into natural hair or whatever. So that's how she got involved with Z's Natural. There's um, one girl also. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying. So you know there are <laughs> there are you know young kid influencers, but I think what I've noticed like with the young influencers is they're definitely okay. I'm just gonna say this. And it's gonna sound racist but it's not i promise i feel like it's more white kids who get that influencer status um because prime example we were just talking about danny khan the other day she's like the little girl who's like 15 but she's only 13 i know the whole thing (laughs) i know it all well um but it got me to thinking the other day as i was you know there's always like a scandal story with that young lady and it's really sad but her mom is really like abusing her her parenting responsibility and kind of manipulating her daughter into doing these things and how do you guys feel about the use of teenagers on social media as influencers do you think that that is irresponsible power for teenagers to have i feel like it depends on the stuff that you're Mm -hmm. you're trying to put out there because i know danielle Combs, she's doing she's pushing off for fashion nova and bikinis and stuff yeah. And I know that you would never let me do that. <laughs> and a lot of fashion over you know me. <laughs> are grown. And it's like, it's okay to be advertising a drink or something. Or advertising like stuff for your hair. Or clothes that are appropriate for your age. But when it's not, it looks wrong. And it's not the type of attention that you want. Because now you got a whole bunch of grown men on your page. And you're 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I feel like for people my age, they use us to promote scams mostly. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that <laughs> teenagers promote. Is scams, but they're not like make a thousand dollars. Like no, I'm not just teenagers. I promise you, I've had a million 
you know, you want to flip five hundred dollars and make ten thousand in a day. Like it's real. Is, it's easier to scam children. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. well that's that's why they target that's why they you target guys. Them. Like, and it's not just that they target teenagers. You gotta, um, if you guys watch the Great Hack, and you see how they use technology to manipulate or to gauge like where how to target voters and stuff, you get to see a bigger picture of how. Your internet browsing and your search history can really start to dictate, can really start to allow people to read your personality, to to predict your behavior, to determine where you're going to go, what you're going to do, how to market to you. So that's why you guys see teenagers, because we see adults doing the same stuff. Oh, yeah. And a lot of those scams... And and this goes for everything in life, but especially especially on the internet, they target the ignorant and the gullible. You know what I mean? So they want either old people who don't understand technology, mm-hmm. or they want young people who are so ignorant that they're going to just Believe, bite yeah. on you know whatever sounds good. Like oh, I can get a thousand dollars for doing nothing. Yeah, it's too good to be true. But let me try it anyway. Because you're not thinking about that. You're just thinking, I'm young, I'm broke, and I want $1,000. But my thing <laughs> you know is, like, mean? even when we went to the bank to start up my account and stuff, the one thing that the bank teller told me, don't give anybody your bank information. So if a kid does have this, I don't understand why they do it. But, well, but, well, think about how often kids don't listen to things adults tell them to do. But when it comes to your security and stuff. But Shira, most things that adults tell children is for their protection but think about how often children don't listen for whatever the reason it could be because they don't feel like oh this that won't be me or you know even in the moment they not they might not be thinking about the long-term effects of their choices and that's just part of being a teenager i made a ton of dumb decisions yeah, it's, it's part of being a teenager but it right. also speaks to personality types right right because again you guys are targeted as teenagers because your behavior online shows that you're teenagers. Same thing happens with adults, though. Mm-hmm. Like, your grandmother, for instance, she's been targeted, com- targeted oh, God. and compromised. Um, I've had friends who have seen a message come across their screen and, and fall for on it. it. You, um, or if somebody messages you on Facebook and says, is this you in this video? Like Just it, don't click it. Even myself, like, I've, I almost fell for something. I almost went for something one time. I was home sleep. I got a phone call. And they're like, yo, this is about a debt. We need to, you, you have a debt that's outstanding. You need to pay it or... You know, we're, you're going to be subpoenaed for court um, on Monday. And, like, me being half sleep, I almost went for it. And at the very end, when they started asking for, like, Social Security and credit card information, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I banged on them. You know what I mean? And that's how I avoided it. They continued to blow me up. But they prey on catching you like that. You know, they want to catch you like that. They want to catch you sleeping. They want to catch you. All it takes is one slip. Like, there's a message... Like, if you do online banking, you get it requires PIN codes and stuff now. It's two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. They tell you all the time, don't give this PIN code to anybody. Because once you give this PIN code to somebody, they can take your account and run with it. This story is all the time about how, like, some lady just got fleeced for, like, $10,000 like that. She had $10,000 in her bank account. 
that pin code came across the screen. Somebody call her, ask for the pin code because they can remotely trigger that type of behavior with computers and stuff nowadays. They trigger that. They call you. They're like, hey, a pin code just came across your screen. What's that pin code? Oh, um, um, we've got guests. They give they give <laughs> the pin code up. Now they're in your bank, and you can't get them out of her. They can do whatever they want. All right, so the, let me switch gears here and let me ask you guys this. Do you feel like you are compelled to buy things because you've seen it on social media? No. No? It really just depends on if I want it or not, if I, if I feel a need for it. I mean, it. if it's clothing, yeah. But Do it's you just find like, clothing you like on social media? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like doll skills and stuff like that. I, I got my suits stuff. off social media. I just want plenty. <laughs> I, I got a lot of things off social media. I got fifty. Doesn't everybody? But I even I, I did get scammed on social media. Like I um, I tried to buy some earbuds, like the wireless joints, the Bluetooth joints. I know they weren't Apple ones, right? I didn't want them to be Apple ones. I just wanted some wireless joints. I thought they looked cool. I wanted to get some, and I paid. I think it was like they said it was free. But you had to pay for the shipping. I'm like, all right, whatever. Did they take your shipping money? Yeah. And not send I, you the product? I haven't received it. You're and not going to? Um, wait, wait, when to. did you buy it? Because I did that like with my LED lights. Because if it comes from like China or somewhere, it's going to take forever. It is a difference. But like, I think it's, I, I'm pretty confident it's a scam because I don't even see the ads anymore. And I and they won't let you comment on their page because I, when I kept seeing them, I was like, yo, don't buy this. This is a scam. Like, Screenshot the but page. I, I bought it. I bought it with my credit card intentionally. You know what I mean? So I had, that was the one thing. If you are going to do online shopping, even if you are purchasing gas, like you should use your credit card if you have a credit card, not your debit card, your right. credit card, because they when they get your your debit card money, you got like you. There's not a guarantee you'll get that money back. With credit cards, you you have way more protection. I you use PayPal. Get, you can get that money back because yeah, you can open dispute that. with PayPal really easily. Even the there are PayPal is better, but there PayPal depending on how you use PayPal. You can also get got with that. I have a business account with PayPal, so there, it comes with a certain level of protection there and, and dispute options. And if you look at the fine print, like the only way that is really protected, like if you use the debit card method on there, it's not as secure as if you use the bank account withdrawals. They even have settings on there where you don't pay until your product arrives or until right. it's shipped or something like that. But um, it's still scammers out there for everything. So don't think yes. PayPal is any more secure. PayPal just got compromised not too long ago. Now, um, when it comes to social media, do you guys feel like, um, is there a pressure, do you think, at your age to be visible on social media? I know a few years back for you, Shira, you definitely wanted to be on social media. And I feel like it had a lot to do with everybody was on social media. Do you guys feel like as you've gotten older, that's changed like what's your viewpoint on that it's not as serious now i feel like everybody's just on social media well some people for me it's just about talking about your feelings like a spam page do you know what that is yes okay that's where most of the memes go and the quotes and all yeah that. so like you just talk about your feelings and stuff on there or you just post pictures because you think that they're cute tumblr you, share them. you have a tumblr for us 
Tumblr has a whole bunch of CP. Well, they revised their their regulations not too long ago, so like all my porn accounts are out on Tumblr. Well, I I think y'all are at an age now where. Do you feel like y'all were exposed more to things that were sexually provocative um, on social media than any other aspect of media television? Do you feel like feel it's like more it's, I mean, it's it's obtainable? It's pretty equal because they be showing straight up naked people on TV. Well, too. my thing is, I don't even it's watch TV era. like that. Like, I mostly read books or I was on social YouTube. media. I think or that's like the, YouTube. So. I think that's one of the biggest changes for y'all because, like, TV don't matter Your for y'all. Your cable don't matter group. for y'all. It's, it's just not as interesting as it, it was. Like, it's shows streaming went for y'all. so terrible. I don't watch TV. Well, <laughs> it's just like, but even on um the show that. That Jax was watching earlier, the um the ladybug cartoon uh, or whatever, yeah. right? The girl went on in her grandfather's house and she was like, "What kind of computer is that?" It was just like this little weird looking computer sitting on top of the TV, and he was like, "A computer in my house?" She was like, "You, what kind of TV is that?" He was like, "Oh, the TV went off some years ago, and I just never turned it back on." You know what I mean? Like, she was like, "Wow, we watch everything on the internet nowadays." You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And that just that little piece right there, it just shows you how the times are different. Like the kids don't even care. We got cable here, and nobody even tries to turn the cable box on. Like I don't, I, I pay for it. I don't even turn it on. Like unless I want to watch ESPN, I have I turned it on maybe like once to just check up on my old TV shows. But all of them are crappy. Like Nickelodeon's crappy, Cartoon Network went crappy after Adventure Time came cartoons out. Cartoons are superior. Like, everything went terrible. <laughs> So you guys, all right, so it, it once was TV know. killed the radio, but now it's literally the internet streaming has killed the television. So well, streaming has killed everything. Everything. Because even the way you guys Google, receive your point of pain when you can boot uh, They got Roku. See, y'all will never know the struggle yeah, of downloading music off Blepster no, or LimeWire. You'll never know the struggle of <laughs> turning the knobs on the TV. You'll never know or, the struggle <laughs> of recording TV music TV. videos of the VCR so you can learn the lyrics. Y'all can literally remember, Google the lyrics and stream everything. I remember my dad, <laughs> the first time my dad got a TV with a remote control. Like, it was bigger than his phone, which is my 7 Plus iPhone. It was huge. The buttons raised up. Like it, it wasn't like that soft, Nothing. like gel stuff. It was I like, remember when we you got that button. You heard that click. No, I remember the first remote that had the wire connected to the TV, oh, the and it was box. a box, yeah. and it had little black buttons on it, and yeah. you literally and it had wood grain. Yes, yeah, wood grain on it, and you clicked the buttons to change the channel. And then the one that came after that had a slider. Oh, and did you, you slide would, from one end to the and other? And we, if you we, slid we that too fast, that. you got yelled at. Because <laughs> especially at my uncle's house, like I wasn't even allowed to touch the TV as a kid. I always touch the TV. Why did you yell Because they thought it was going to break the TV. Yeah. Like they, they wasn't used to seeing you jump from channel 2 to channel 40 in like two seconds. Remember like, whoa, don't do that. You're going to break my TV. I remember when like 100 <laughs> stations was a lot. No, we had I remember when we got our first VCR, it had um it was cable ready, right? So you could plug the cable box into it and then connect it to the TV. It only had thirty six channels on there. Like and that was all that cable offered. It was thirty six channels. That was first of all, I remember (laughs) when Disney was a premium station and we were too poor to afford it, 
but they would do the freebies for like three days. So for three days, you got Disney for free. And they used to be lit in my house. Like, oh, all the Disney movies are available for three days. Same thing with HBO, Showtime, True. all those things. You have the paper. I yes. remember watching that. <laughs> I remember watching it with it's, the it's blurry like lines. One. Oh yeah. With the well, blurry lines meant something else yeah. back in the day. But um, yeah, the Disney Channel was like it was a premium. You know how they about to come out with um, Disney Plus streaming, right? Yeah, I ain't trying uh, to pay for that. They about to come <laughs> well, out. I feel y'all are it's actually about wanting the, to watch Disney. You gonna be surprised? You don't know how much stuff the Disney Corporation owns. Um, they own everything. I know. They're like everything. Satan. Like so, they have like, all the movies. All the TV shows, you know, all like important Disney channels, they owns own everything. Like stuff that is such adult content, you wouldn't even think Disney would be associated with it. Own Adult Swim. It's possible. I don't know. But I, I just read something about Disney owning something, and it's so obscure. It's like I can't they, remember what it was. I, I'll, the ones I know for sure, they own ABC. They own ESPN. They How own. Do they own they no, bought ESPN years ago. Right now. They, no, he's not. <laughs> and they, um, Walt is really rich. If you, if you can't have that money though. If you look at, uh, well, if you, you guys should do some research on Walt Disney too he's because horrible. he's, besides the fact that he's horrible, he and was like, um, <laughs> he was like Tony Stark, like in the, the Marvel universe. Like he was a futurist. Like he was thinking way ahead. He had a plan. Like, okay, what is the Epcot Center was based off an idea. Like, people were supposed to live there. So this is how you know we're trash pants. If my kids have never been to Disney World. World. Epcot Center is, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the big round. Looks like a little silver. Looks like a golf ball. Like a huge silver golf ball. It's in what Disney World. Disney World. Disney World. Disney World. Yeah, I don't really no, know that we're gonna. But we don't need to dwell on him too long. The point of it is though, like he was like a futurist. But he do was, some research on yeah, him. He, I think y'all would be interested to learn some he, of the origins. A lot of these Disney. Yeah, programs. he was into more than Mickey Mouse. Like he right. really had a, a concept for like a perfect society where everything was self-sufficient and the homes were like powered. Um, you know, on clean fuel and all this type of stuff. Like, he has some dope ideas. I don't know. I've heard some horrible stories about him and things alluded to, but as far as his brain, he was ahead of everybody. If you guys using the insight that you have now as being in this era of social media, where do you guys see social media going? Because it feels like teenagers are kind of the ones who dictate social media in a, in a, in a sense. Like, what you guys popularize is what becomes. So first of all, you guys have power as teen consumers. Where do you think social media is going? What do you think is the next thing in social media? It's going down the drain. Not like so all what's the ideas next? are going old. There's it's a lot of the same stuff. You're just recycling it and trying to make it new. Well, that's just life. Yeah, I mean. But it's not working anymore. But you, it's going to get old. Well, that's well, a hard argument to make when these are billion dollar apps they're making money off of it they they may die you know they you may see things come and go a lot faster than you would have prior to social media but what's dope about it for you guys is that y'all are on the ground floor like this is the wild wild west for y'all like you guys can be gold miners so to speak you know what i mean this is un this is untapped potential because right like there. even for you kai you really 
you know more than you think you know because you do episodes, right? Mm -hmm. And that requires HTML um, encoding for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a saying that goes around for a lot of us who run our own blog sites. And there's always this argument about use Wix or use WordPress or use this on the third. And basically the saying goes, if you could operate your MySpace page, you can code anything. And it's true because I sometimes have had to recall coding from MySpace. So back in the day, you used to be able to change your background on MySpace so that you can add a music player, you can change the background, it had moving graphics. Um, Like it was like a mood board basically. Like you had this playlist and when people came to your page, your your best top 10 tracks came on with a little glittery sparkling background with sprinkling or whatever with your rotating pictures, whatever. But you had the code to do that. And it trust me, like a nasty <laughs> people, people learned how to code to do that stuff. And now having my blog, like when I need to do plugins or, or rearrange things or pop-ups on my screen, it has required me to have an understanding of HTML coding. And the fact that I was able to retain that from way back then is awesome. So you, being that you do episodes regularly, you have a, you have a skill set now. Where, you know, you can kind of run with that as well. You guys have access to stuff like Khan Academy, where they teach coding. You can make your own video games. Even even beyond those things, which is great in and of itself, you guys have the ability to take an idea and make money off of it. Like, when we were, more so me, when I was in high school, like, people was becoming millionaires overnight off of the internet, doing stuff that... Because nobody understood the internet, nobody knew what to do with it, you could start a company and be be worth millions of dollars just off the potential where your company could go. And then the bubble burst and everything went upside down. Like, it never went back to that. But you guys are at that aspect of social media. So where you would y'all can, like to see social media go? I mean, I just don't want so much dumb. Like, it's fun to watch dumb stuff, but then it gets annoying. And then how people be acting on the internet just for everything clout. triggers so everybody. Like everyone people is are so emotionally yes. unstable. On the but when there's racism, everyone's quiet. I just don't understand. That's interesting coming from y'all because I feel like y'all generation is easily triggered by everything. So that's an interesting viewpoint you guys have on triggering. It's like first you of can't all, say anything without someone. This is offending me. You can't say this. My ancestors have died for this cause. It's like, girl, nobody care. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Somebody cares. <laughs> Obviously, people no, care. No, but it's like even with celebrity and stuff. Like you, you could express your opinion on a celebrity or your opinion on anything. Somebody will attacked. go to war for somebody that you don't even know that you never met. So again, the question that's being posed to y'all is, where would you like to see social media go? I like people to. Stay. Stop I want funny stuff to happen and people seriously. not be so serious. Mm-hmm. So do you not see social media as a viable tool to create business or you just want it to be for fun and games? I don't think it can I be feel like for it can both. Be both. Yeah. So how would you suggest balancing that as teenagers? Well, because what you guys consume is inherently different. Stuff. I think also where a lot of social media sites are starting to fall is because they're trying to make everything child friendly. Make an app for the kids. Well, they have like Teen Shade Room. They have YouTube Kids. But the okay, thing is, for no. YouTube, they're making it so they're making the actual YouTube site child friendly now, and it's exactly. gonna tear a lot of channels up because because I like to watch 
some channels and that cuss or that are there's, funny. There's, there's going to be a thing now where if certain content you watch, they're going to view you as a child no matter what you put your age as. So you won't get to see things that you normally do. Um, Music videos not going to be mm -hmm. available no more. I don't know that I'm mad at that though. And the reason I say that but There's is, a YouTube kids for a reason. Put there is. But there. the reality is kids lie. So y'all can get on YouTube and say you're a certain that's age, and, but that's why YouTube is enforcing these things. So here's the thing you guys have to think about. In a, in a generation where child uh, trafficking is really a problem, um, when YouTube can create a YouTube kids and it doesn't mean kids are going to abide. My child set up an Instagram account without my permission on several occasions, lied and hit it on several occasions. So we know... <laughs> That kids don't comply just because parents say you can't do this. Um, and the reality is YouTube has to do something to protect itself. Because the bottom line is if a child gets his hands on something, right, that they're not supposed to, they view something they're not supposed to, and a parent sues, that makes them liable. And they have to go to court for that. And yeah, they got insurance and they can settle out. But it creates a problem for YouTube. So YouTube has to cover their own behind. But at the same time, YouTube is a lot of people's livelihood. So if your viewers can't comment, nothing can't interact with you, what are you going to know what to do next? Um, it's going to be time to do what? The thing is, I watch a lot of art videos, and they're going to consider that type of stuff like child content, so I won't be able to watch older content for older people. I'll but you're 18. Exactly, but they're going to list you as a child no matter what. Exactly. Based Why? on what you watch. Because that is YouTube's, they have new uh, terms of agreement and stuff like that. Like, you got to read their policy and stuff. It's changed. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, like, everything is changing. But why do you think that culture has to change? Because I'm sick of these dark kids. They're and there we have it. So, you know, you guys are making some valid points about how it's going to change the networking of these social media platforms. But as much as kids have popularized these apps, they've also really damaged these apps. Mm -hmm. So when you have these Daniel Kahn's rolling around, running around, which she's going to have lawsuits in moments, I'm sure that's coming down the windpipe. She might not because she's in Cali and the child labor laws are slightly different there. Mm -hmm. But these corporations, these brands, they have to think about their bottom line. And so when you're having more situations with children getting in trouble, children meeting up with strangers off the internet, that's been happening for decades now at this point. Um, and I mean, we had a whole television show, Catfish, of people mm -hmm. who have clearly been pretending to be somebody that they're not. Kids do it all the time. I don't know if you guys remember, there's an episode on Cat, um, Catfish I was watching a couple of weeks ago of the basketball player, what's that white kid's name, who got caught in the scandal with the young John. You talking about the one that looked like he had a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, I don't know his name, and not only the young lady's name. She was 17. He was an adult. But there was somebody in between filtering the message. Killed? Huh? Didn't one of them get killed? No, no, no. There was she, the girl who did it, she ended up going to jail. Mm -hmm. But during, there was somebody in the in-between sending messages back and forth. So these messages were getting filtered through a, a middle person. And she ended up releasing this girl's nude photos. But because she was, she had actually met up with him and had actually slept with him while he, she was still a minor after she lied about her age, it got him into a lot of trouble. So, social, huh? Yes, they did. She said they only kissed. No, I just watched that episode. They definitely slept together and such and such. Now, the only saving grace that he had 
was by law where he was at, 17 was the consenting age. And it wasn't like, you know, he was 35. He was in, he was like in his early 20s, but still, she lied about her age. She lied about who she was. And she met up with somebody and put his career in jeopardy because, you know, she was a child doing children things. So I think these social media platforms are trying to take that stuff into consideration. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, my, you know, Instagram, what, you have to be 13 or older to get on it. I don't even think 13 is old enough. We see the misuse and misabuse of social media all the time with teenagers. They've got these school pages where they have, you know, thought pages for oh all the different. Middle but school. here's the problem. It's not just middle schools, it's high schools too. Here's the problem with that though is we know kids are vicious. They'll post a rumor in a second and it not be accurate or true. You don't care whose life you're damaging until they shoot up the school. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> so... Like, it's to me, it's irresponsible to let 13 be the age for Instagram to be used. But that, so I think a lot of these social media platforms are trying to clean up kind of like a mess that they've made. I feel like that's not going to really help, though, because people can still, still lie, lie about, about their age. They can. But that's why, you Unless know, they have like a social security down. thing on there where you got to type in your social security once, number. <laughs> once social media starts asking for social security, it's not worth being on anymore because mm-hmm. that's more access to your information than mm-hmm. is needed. So, I don't know. Like, do y'all feel like you see a future in social media for yourselves? I feel like I could be a good YouTube and That's what I wanted to do, but I have no equipment, so I'm not trying to have <laughs> You don't stale. need equipment. I don't want to be stale, though. I need a good mic and a like, camera. Like, not everybody wants their first YouTube video to be, like, straight 480p quality. <laughs> exactly. Like, some people want to start off good. That's what I want to do. Like, I'll save mm-hmm. up to get a camera. Because I know sometime. what I want to talk about. I always have something to say, so... <laughs> So, so wait, you guys are worried about the quality of your content at this point. But if it's trash, you're not. Like at least have your first video be good, and then get better. YouTube first came out, it was okay to have trash quality because it was like 2000. But do you know that people, viewers, are like at this point they they miss the old simplified way that it used to be with YouTube influencers. Like they want people to go back to it just being them. Well, in order to compete, you have to. I'm not even trying to like be extra. I just want good camera quality. Like I care less about everything else. Like I don't want to hear the fan in the background going mad dumb for no reason. I don't want you to hear every single last sound. Like I'm good. If you guys do some research, you'll find that that stuff isn't nearly as difficult to attain as you think. Like for probably about two hundred dollars, you could get. The camera, the, and I mean that's that that's good, and you can go cheaper than that. You can get the camera and the mic that you need to yeah, do for about a hundred dollars. You can On get a, a camera that will shoot you a high definition video that has a mic that's strong enough. But you can also buy a snowball. It's a microphone. Buy one of them. The mic costs forty fifty dollars. You can get one used probably for like twenty five bucks. Um, and you can get the, get a camera that's like a knockoff, um, whatever, knockoff GoPro, <laughs> or get a used older GoPro, and you can you off and running. I've seen each of those items go from anywhere for from twenty five to forty bucks, and that's all you need. Like, and you don't even need that much. If you got a a, a computer with a camera on it, this might that we're using right now is an omnidirectional mic. It costs ten dollars. 
on Amazon, and it, it does. With that. It, I have. It does. Uh, I, I don't know what she just said. She said you could do ASMR on that. I said I have. <laughs> I Not in a nasty ASMR. way. <laughs> but um, yeah, y'all. I mean, this is the era that y'all live in. Like y'all are. It's a blessing and it's, it's a gift and a curse. Like Ti said, it's the the best of times and the worst of times. He, when he said it. When he said it, he when he said it, he was speaking in regards to the music business. But it's the same for y'all because anybody with the time and the energy can become an overnight sensation. The problem with that is that everybody with a little bit of time and a little bit of energy is trying to become an overnight sensation. But it's survival of the fittest. So the cream is going to rise to the top. The best is going to going to outlast going to outshine the quality that the uniqueness the create the creativity is going to outshine so it don't matter how many people but flood the like market how are you going to do that because you need money to do certain things so no that that is a, that's, a that's not that's a misconception i'm gonna tell you right this now this is more valuable than anything you got Boom. you can earn in your pocket you guys he was pointing to his brain i know yeah. you guys can't see you, him <laughs> you you got a million dollar idea here you might have a billion dollar idea here all you got to do is put it in a play and you don't need all the things you think you need i'm gonna tell y'all right now like i've had my instagram patience what 2014 since i moved down here i wasn't even trying to grow my instagram page when i decided to put some effort behind it like with my blog i just posted pictures regularly wrote a corresponding blog article my blog had already had readership and viewership so i was already set because i had had my blog for years you know i finally decided to monetize it though by buying my domain name so that it was mine and not wordpress's and eventually you know i started putting a little effort into my instagram page and i still don't go as hard as a lot of influencers do and i you know very rarely i shoot with a photographer for, but for the most part everybody knows Jay shoots my pictures or Ashira shoots my pictures and shout out to Ashira who the picture that you know everybody went crazy over uh for the all white at the lifestyle honors last year she card. shot that picture on my android not even no you did on your dad's iphone um and it wasn't like it wasn't even crazy nothing but people just love that picture and it essentially is what helped my page grow so you don't really need everything that you think you need like quality phone all you need is your phone is an iphone like people no you don't even need just an iphone i use my android no the iphone is the iphone i will say the iphone is the epitome when it comes to that only because the camera technology is ahead of <laughs> but everybody what, else. What I'm going to say and, about that is, while that is nice to have, I do videos on my Samsung all the time. People love them. They repost them. They always ask for more. And it's a Samsung camera. The reason why I say the iPhone, though, is iPhone because... iPhone trash because it's a budget phone. So like, they don't put no effort into the camera. Well, hers is a budget phone, too. But the thing about it is, the reason why I say the iPhone is the epitome because there literally is a movie on Netflix that was shot entirely on iPhone. You can you can do that now, like you can do a whole movie with an iPhone. You can do you can have incredible photo shoots with an iPhone. All you need is a tripod or the the right handle or something like that. Like when we go to events. There are people lined up with iPhones 
on stands, like shooting from different angles. Yeah. Like especially it's the XR and stuff, the it, camera quality. I'm not even. But, I'm talking but, about even before they. What came I'm trying out. to tell you is, so, you can. That's the goal. You can aim for iPhone, but I know myself and plenty of other people who don't use an iPhone and have just as many followers, just as much content, just as many brand deals. Yeah. It's nice to have, but if you're just starting out and you can't afford an iPhone, and it's not even I can't afford an iPhone, like I can't bring myself to spend like I could do it, but I'd be mad at myself. Yeah, you know, like, I you, just, don't get me wrong, you don't the iPhone is the epitome in my opinion. And in a lot of ways, it's the epitome in but terms of... But don't let of, not having an iPhone stop you right. from doing what and you want to do. That's the ultimate point. Because if you have a Samsung, if you have an Android, whatever you have, you can if you can make use of the tools that are built into these phones. And you can get away with a lot of free tools and resources on your computer and stuff like that to take you to that the next level that you want to be at. It's not it's not that difficult. It takes a little bit of effort, it takes a little bit of time, it takes a little bit of study, but before you know it, I mean we watched we went to a brunch and we listened to that girl who started her own site. Um, she started a site basically for she said for her friends and her family. And it became media takeout before media takeout based off of her getting a story and it's snowballing. Her doing some ads for somebody and it's snowballing and she made twenty thousand dollars i think off of one ad you know and from there it just started growing she let somebody run her page for a weekend they gave her all these hits over that course of the weekend like little things uh-huh. they build to the point where that and then you that get to the point where you can now. afford your uh your iphone you know someone who's really dope that you probably would not typically follow but she knows a lot and has grown from very little is the curry fashionista she is a blogger she's a plus-size blogger she started her digital platform just to connect plus-size women with resources now she has one of the largest digital platforms she hosts one of the largest events on the east coast and she's got a team and not only does she have a team she has a paid team they're not interns these are her employees and she runs a business and now that's grown and evolved for her to do other things so it gets done you know one of the things i would say put out your mind if it's something that you're interested in doing put overnight sensation out your mind know that you're gonna have to do the work you're gonna have to put that work in and your beginning following will probably be very humble but rather it be humble and have people who really engage with your content than people who go and buy their followers have a bunch of followers but their likes are low their engagement is low and they can't produce the hits they need in order to get these brand and content deals because now these brands are hip to the buying of followers so they ask you for your insights they want to see your engagement they want to see what your hits are like because they don't want to invest money into influencers who can't produce micro influencers are actually more powerful right now so that's anybody under 10k following so you can have 800 followers and be a micro influencer so you have the ability to do it if you really want to do it and don't become a viral hoe. Like, yes. don't spend all your time trying to chase the a viral video. Spend your time trying to develop quality, quality material, quality content, and find a, a regiment, be consistent, and you will build a following slowly but surely. Like the, like Alicia said, the, the uh, micro-influencers are more powerful right now. Micro-influencers 
focus on quality over quantity because some of these people with these big gaudy numbers have more fake followers than you would believe. And there we have it. Um, and it's not and it's not even their fault. It's just the fact that people cling to that type of stuff. Yeah. They're drawn to it. So you'll find somebody who you would think is a mega superstar who has like I think they just made an announcement on the Breakfast Club a couple months ago. Ellen DeGeneres has like forty five percent of her following is fake accounts. By accounts. Like, it's not that she bought them, it's just that's what happens whoever, as you grow. She probably doesn't even touch her social media. Account. I have an uh, auditor on my page. So I can see when I have a lot about like I went through the other day and wiped like a thousand followers off my page. And within four days I was right back to eighteen K. Now today I'm sitting at eighteen point seven. Now I'm able to see what my average my percentages of real followers. So like I have like a sixty seven percent quality following, meaning those are mostly real people who engage in all that stuff and then like there's another thirty percent that's like they're there, they're real but they don't engage that often. But then there's a percentage of people who are bot followers. You cannot control that. What I will say is this is you have the ability and the power, like what's your pen name? What's the page name you use for your writing? Um, Onyxona writes. Okay. What do you want people to know when they see your name? What do you want to be at the what do you want to be associated with that name? I don't know. I just thought it was weird. So, like, and no one else had used the username, so I just figured. Okay, but beyond that, like, with your writing, when people see your name, you want to be recognized as a writer, right? Mm -hmm. What do you want it to say about you? Like, when people hear that name, Oksana, right? That's how you pronounce it? Oksana. Oksana. Like, what do you want it to be? Like, what do you, do you want to be known as a romance writer? Do you want to be known as sci-fi? Do you want to be known as... Um, you know, futuristic. Like, what do you want to be known as? I don't do romance, period. So, uh, I would say more of like drama, okay. stuff like that. So, what you do is stay consistent in what you put out so that your following knows what they're getting mm -hmm. and that will speak for you. Like, it doesn't require hundreds of thousands of followers for people to know you and your work if you decided to be a youtuber Shire, what kind of content do you want to be known for i want to i want to be a brand ambassador for clothing hair products i want to do skin journey hair journey stuff so and mental like mental, mental health illness. awareness yeah mental okay. health Oh, so you just want to walk in your mother's footsteps it's not cool. really. i get it i get it. this is just sound like she recapped my whole entire blog but do you guys understand if you want to be twist on it though and she exactly. should but she absolutely you, should so there was a point where i was against you know social media but i understand at this point you guys are growing up with it and now you're 18 and you're not too far behind but I want you guys to have the proper tools to do this. And mm -hmm. I don't want you thinking you have to, like your dad said, be a viral hoe. You know, like chasing the likes, chasing, going viral. Because that's what causes people to be out here putting out whatever and doing whatever for likes. And you make dangerous decisions going in that direction. Like, I don't know if y'all seen that guy who um, ran up in Dollar General and stood on the counter. He's like... He's not Boomp Gang, that dude, but he's like, he says something. He said, she shouted out Boomp Gang or something like that. And then he's in there, like, saying stupid stuff on top of the counter. He steps off the counter, and he gets slid across the floor <laughs> by security because the bull tackled him. 
He's like, it's a joke, bro. It's a joke. Like, I've seen that happen so many times where people hop in people's cars. Hop behind the counter of a restaurant. And, and it's funny until somebody go like this with their gun. And they like, <laughs> or bro, bro, don't shoot me. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's or you get punched prank, in the bro. face. It's just a prank. It's jokes. It's just a camera right there. That stuff is funny until we stop laughing. Like, somebody's going to get to hurt, hurt, hurt doing that stuff. But, and that's why... And sorry, but that's why up until recently, there's been a lot more effort by us to police how involved our children get. Because even though you guys grew up with this, it's a dangerous environment. If you don't understand that you're playing with fire with the social media stuff, you can really hurt yourself in ways you don't understand. Now, as you are older and starting to mature, and it's it's like... Waking up and brushing your teeth now, checking social media. You know what I mean? It's carrying your phone with you and looking up your page and looking at what your friends are doing and stuff like that. We get it. You know what I mean? And even my, even my boss said that. Like, she got little boys. Like, she was like, you know, I just want to make sure my kids are safe. Like, I'm not even going to try and stop them from using it because... I can't. You can't be there everywhere all the time. Have integrity. You, you, yeah, if you you're gotta instill it. that in your kids. You gotta instill that in yourself. You gotta surround yourself with people with integrity because the moment you start being willing to do anything for anything, and you can't just unfortunately just say whatever you want to. Because here's the deal: employers do look at social media. Even beyond that, they got apps now that, that can search look you at out social media. For them. Right. Like it's and there are people who are employed specifically to look at social media for businesses. So there's while you're young and free, you're not gonna be that forever. You're gonna have to get a job beyond McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or Burger wherever or the grocery store. One day you're gonna want a career because you're gonna want to be able to take care of yourself. I work with the internet never dies. Like the things you put out there are forever. Even when you delete them, there are screenshots. You no, know? beyond that, there's beyond a, that, there's, there's something sites. called the Wayback um, Time, Time Machine. Machine. I have literally pulled up stuff from my MySpace page from back in 2006 off of that because the internet, like, what is it, like it's like a it's snapshot. The it's the archive. It's, the, it's just what it's like, called. So it's there's the things archive. like to this day, like everybody knows that I used to do adult modeling when I was in my early 20s. And there are people who to this day find my pictures and they're like, oh, is this you? You know, like what can you know, what can I do? Those those say things no. are out there. I say, you know, sometimes I say no, like, especially if you're not worth responding to. Um, but the reality is the decisions you make now do matter. And the decisions you make with social media do matter. So while you see everybody feeling like they have a, you know, look at how many times, you know, your, your favorite stars get called out for the things they put out on social media. Mm-hmm. You're no different. And you need to understand it. You may not be in the capacity or status as them, but at some point, the things that you say on the Internet will come back to bite you in the behind. So mm-hmm. be safe using the Internet. Look be it. safe creating your profile, monetizing, and think about how you want to be known you guys may not know who he is but antonio brown for example he's all over the media right now because there's a guy who had an opportunity i think his contract was for like 90 million dollars the first one he signed he had 40 million dollars 45 million dollars guaranteed he ruined it so he could go play for the patriots they were going to give him Oh, I think nine million dollars. 
dude just blew nine million dollars. Not to mention the other thirty million dollars that he'll never see from the other contract. He blew nine million dollars. He blew a career which could have led to way more millions wow. of dollars because he tweeted two messages and deleted them one after the other. He was asked to shut up. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. He got upset because when he changed teams, now these sexual allegations about him being inappropriate with women started to come out. As difficult as that may be to go through an experience and money is not the end-all, be-all, dog, when somebody's telling you, yo, you can not only win a Super Bowl this year, you can make all these millions of dollars and we'll probably give you another $20 million if you shut up. All you got to do is shut up and play football. Dude refused to shut up and play football. He played in the game last week, caught a touchdown, so had 54 yards receiving, 45 yards receiving, something like that. And now he, now he got cut by the team. Other people are allegedly interested in him, but if he signs another team, he may get suspended. His response is, I quit. I'm never going to play in the NFL again. That's his, his last response. And he's also trying to cite all this hypocrisy that exists. Long story short is shut up and play your position. Dude could this man cheated himself out of millions, tens of millions of dollars. Dog, nine million dollars. If you tell me I could play football for a million dollars, I don't care if I go out there and break my leg. <laughs> I don't care if I go out there and break okay, both my legs. Okay, that's not would, what we want. To I would today. play because if I make a million dollars, everybody at this table's life is going to change because I'm going to take care of all you. That's fine. <laughs> Like, and by everybody, he means me. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. I'm going to take care of everybody in this house. With $1 million. $1 million. And this dude has multi-million dollars that he effed up because he couldn't shut his mouth. Like, don't be that person. He meant messed up. No, messed up. Well, fouled up. They fudged it. There we go. Fudge on the play. Well, uh... You guys, we're going to wrap this up because we've hit our hour mark. And we got school in the morning. We thank you so much. <laughs> I just want everybody to know these two are homeschooled. So they're not getting... Well, Kai, you might be getting... I have to get a five. Well, that's... I'm sorry. Um, but um, thank you guys both for joining us and for giving us your insight. Um, because, you know, I think a lot of times teenagers or children feel like they're not heard. But you guys are heard. Your opinions do matter. Um y'all are silly um so thank you once again for joining us and sharing your insights and giving us a little bit of things to think about and i think if you're an adult and you're listening to this listen to it with your kids um with your teens and maybe have a discussion maybe this will open a discussion in your home regarding social media and how you guys um take your approach to it but as i said we're going to wrap it up of course as always follow the anj podcast instagram page and score j podcast on Instagram and of course at APY Blog and APY Beauty LLC. Are we missing any big talk underscore J? What's yours? The post I'm coming sure. this month, y'all. And y'all, like y'all, can, and y'all can come to Chick Fil A at Wisdom Chapel. No, don't be talking niggas where you work. No, yes. no she don't. She lying. She doesn't mean That's that. Wesley Chapel, Virginia. Yeah, there we go. And <laughs> actually, there's a Wesley Chapel in Florida. Okay, and what's your page name for your writing page? Oh, I'm still not right. Can you spell it out for my? Loyal listeners. Um, O N Y X O N A. Period. Um, 
W-R-I-T-E-S. All right, y'all, sis. Oksana writes. And um, you guys, of course, we, we know we missed last week. Our bad. We'll be back. Um, and shout out to the other podcasts who decided to do a talk about topic about love languages after me and Jay did. We appreciate that scandal. It's awesome. On that note, you guys, have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you guys next time. My pleasure. <laughs>